Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Omega Metroid Podcast. My name is Andy Spiteri, joined by Dakota Lasky. Dak, how you doing? Are you still riding the high of Metroid Dread being announced a couple weeks ago now? Uh, seems like the entire internet is still ablaze talking about Metroid Dread. Yeah, man, I am high on life, dude. I'm I'm very happy that we're getting a new Metroid game. It's still very surreal. It's exciting. It's awesome. Uh, I, I really can't believe it that Metroid Dread is coming out. You know, we, we did a whole, like, expose on the development of it, and now I get to go on YouTube and just watch Sakamoto talk about it nonchalantly. Like, it's no big deal, you know? It's like, it's like someone finding the Holy Grail, and <laughs> now they're just, like, they casually have it on their shelf. <laughs> like, there's, yeah. like, that's, this is huge, you know? And, and it's going to be cool that we're all going to be playing it very soon on our switches i can't wait to learn more about the game i'm sure we're going to hear more as we get closer and closer to launch i know they did those like they did one of those like dread reports on the official site i'm sure we'll get another one of those i'm sure we'll get some trailers some commercials some more gameplay down the line so i'm excited for that but we still have i mean so much more to, to go through already from what's already there i've already poured through it a ton i mean i'm just i'm so happy that there's another metroid game coming out so i'm glad we are doing a, a metroid podcast and for the first time we actually have a new metroid game to talk about <laughs> i know metroid news it, it feels like surreal to have actual metroid news doing the omega yeah. metroid podcast uh we you know we should probably thank everybody we had a great week we had a great month for this show um you know actually personally for my podcasts on both sides metroid and zelda was like this is far and away the best month we've ever had so i uh, just wanted to to you know extend some gratitude and some love to everybody that's been listening that's been sharing that's been been tagging us and stuff uh we'd love to see it we love we, we love it we would love all that stuff and thank you guys so much for uh supporting the show and and you know all you fellow metroid fans out there i feel like you know our our, our time is now it's finally paid off and we <laughs> finally we finally uh have this moment to bask in and to celebrate it so it, it still it feels awesome um it's been you know it's been quite a couple weeks here um, so just wanted to share that with, with everybody and, and just, you know, say thank you. Uh, cause you know, when we started this, like who would have thought that it would have turned into what it's turned into? Like we were, you know, just the original plan was to do like short little episodes, maybe every two weeks. And now it's, it's totally changed into something else. And you love to see that when like you have an idea and it just evolves and grows over time. And of course, none of that would be possible without everybody, uh, checking it out and, and, you know, listening to the pod. So, um, thank you everybody. Awesome. Awesome job. And, uh, you know, we, we hope that we're, uh, we're hope that we're brightening your day a little bit with, uh, with our Metroid talk. So yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there to everyone. Yeah, same. And you know, I'm, I'm, I've been actually looking at a couple of like the reviews we've gotten on like different platforms, like on like Apple podcasts, for example. And there's just one poor soul out there that just absolutely hates me for how much I talked about Other M in the early episodes. So I'm so happy that now I can talk about Metroid Dread. We can talk about Metroid Prime 4 in the near future as well. Like, it's all good. I'm so excited to, you know, have so many people to talk about Metroid with. Like, it's it's great, right? Right? Like, we have people in the Discord server, on our Twitter, talking to us about Metroid, like... 
we're sharing like stuff we find on Twitter and, and people engage with that. That's really awesome. It's great to see all the fan art that people are, you know, are posting on Twitter and in discord and, and trying to share like when the special edition gets in stock somewhere and, and looking like pouring over the trailers, like frame by frame, looking at little details that Mercury steam have put in. Like, it's really awesome. And I've honestly never seen like, the Metroid, like, I guess the Metroid community really, like, all engaged all at once and hyped over something, and obviously it makes sense that they are, but it is just really cool to see, and I'm very excited for it, and, you know, October can't come soon enough, but honestly, I think it's gonna be here before we know it, and we're gonna be enjoying this game and playing it, so, uh, yeah, it's really awesome, definitely agree with everything you said. Yeah, and, like, um, on the Wii U, uh, eShop, Metroid Fusion, Metroid Zero Mission are selling like hotcakes. Samus Returns is suddenly back in style for the 3DS, so you just, you love to see it. Um, you know what, I've actually, uh, I don't even think I've told you this, Dak. I'm going to be revisiting Metroid Fusion, and I'm actually going to um, to write my second ever Metroid guide. And uh, wow. when it's done, I'll, I'll share it out and we'll do something cool with that. But yeah, it's uh, the Metroid hype is, is definitely real. But we have got... Um, we have got a lot of footage to get into today. Of course, last week we, we did a watch along with the with the first half of the Nintendo Treehouse presentation that focused on the gameplay of Metroid Dread. That was about 20 minutes, uh, 22 minutes and change of footage. And of course, we were pausing and, and kind of doing commentary. And this week we're going to do the exact same thing, but with part two. So um, there's going to be a lot to talk about, a lot to unpack. We're going to be pausing just to like really dive in deep on some details. Uh, we encourage you guys, if you want to follow along with us, if you are at home and you're and you're able and you have your computer open, um, pull pull this up and press play when uh, when we do here. We'll kind of watch along together. If you're in your car or you're in somewhere and you just want to listen to this, no big deal. Uh, we'll we'll break it down and and walk you through what exactly is going on. But uh, I'm ready to to watch some more Metroid Dread footage here, Dak. So. Maybe we should just get going and, uh, and and start it up and press play. Yep, right off of the Nintendo uh, Nintendo YouTube. So we're just going to press play on that bad boy, the Metroid Dread Nintendo Treehouse Live E3 2021 Part 2. It's about 24, it's 24 to 59 minutes long. 24 minutes and 59 seconds long. So let's hit play on this bad boy. Let's do All it. All right, so we are playing. We got that, we got that snap. You got to love the Switch snap. I love the by the way this treehouse animation they have and it's unfortunate yeah. they didn't show off a DK game <laughs> despite having that awesome animation that I know is for the treehouse but also it would have worked for a DK. Look at it. look at that awesome backdrop of Samus behind the mm -hmm. uh, the treehouse guys here. Um just like looks so good. I mean I'm sure that's an LED screen but it's just so cool to see you know our girl just like taking center stage. Uh you, you love to see it. Yeah, Nintendo does these displays really well, and you'll see these displays, like, on the E3 show floor when that's in person, and, at, like, other stuff. Like, when they had the big, like, Smash mural, they brought them to Smash tournaments. Yeah. Really cool. Love that kind of art. And the box yeah. art for this game, awesome. Like, look, also, oh, by the way, we immediately room. get into this. So, we're in this area still from the previous video, and yeah. we're still seeing these awesome details in the background. Animals flying and creatures flying about. Water falling. It looks great. Um, Let's, uh... Let's pause right here for a second, actually. So let's yeah, pause. Already a minute a lot. In. Yeah. So lots to unpack. So when we when we left uh, off last time, I think we had just left an Emmy zone, and Samus was uh, was doing her thing in there and, and trying not to get eaten by the Emmys. Um, yeah, so now just we left just that. Yep. we we see that gorgeous room with all the the water in the background here. Even in this room that we're paused in, you can see like 
the the beams of light kind of hitting the the floor just like or the wall it, it just looks so incredibly detailed um we've got a new i guess a new object that you would call it the uh um, what do they call it the spider the spider wall is that what they the said spider wall yeah i think they're called the spider wall so very similar in function to Metroid wall. Fusion um, in Metroid Zero Mission, where you have like the the walls that you can climb up. The monkey bars. Yeah, yeah, the monkey bars. Yeah. Uh, in the bottom corner here, it looks like it. It almost looks like the traditional like boss door in two D Metroid games, where like you have the eyeball that shoots stuff at yeah, you like and you have to blast it. I don't yeah. know if this is that though, because it's got an enclosed. Uh, well, well, that's the face. thing is, I I think. I, I think it's not the exact same design, but I think that's what, what Mercury Steam is going for here with a lot of these enemies where they don't look like the previous design. They have some tweaks, but they still kind of like fulfill the same functionality. Like that's essentially a Ghidorah. It doesn't have like an open eye to it, but it's, you know, it's it's an it's an eye boss before like the boss you're actually going to fight. So it's essentially a Ghidorah, but I like how they've updated it for Metroid Dread where now it lunges out at you so you can use like the dash counter or, you know, the dash melee and the melee counter and whatnot to try and attack it that way, or you can take it out the normal way. And I also think, you know, I like how it has a more a realistic grotesque. look, I guess. And yeah. grotesque, yeah, but also it looks more natural and real. Like, that looks, like, instead of it being a big, giant eyeball, <laughs> you know, which looks a little more, car not cartoony, but doesn't look as realistic, I think this is a nice update for an enemy that's essentially the same function. Yeah, no kidding. All right, well, let's uh, let's keep going here, and let's see what yeah. Samus is, uh, is going to get up to. Let her rip. So yeah, she is able to walk like you know all the way. She can monkey bar and and climb these walls and and slide down too. I like that animation. Oh, very cool. Very yeah, I like how yeah. fast you're sliding down too. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's such a uh, a minor thing, but like if you've ever played some games before, in like Ocarina of Time, for example, one of my favorite games ever. But like when you go down a ladder, it takes you forever to go. And I'm like, God, I wish you could just slide. Oh, that's so oh, cool. There's the, the eye. The there's the eye there. Like, too. And the eye came out. Yeah, so the Ghidorah lunged at you and the eye opened. So it is a Ghidorah. But I also love how as Samus gets closer, it, like, starts to twitch more. And, like, the animations, the little small animations that Mercury Steam has in this game are great. Uh, so let's, let's talk about animation here. We're, we're getting kind of a cinematic look at Samus's suit. And there is a giant Chozo statue here. It looks absolutely spectacular. Um, God, the design of Samus, her visor, everything here is just absolutely hitting. And we have... What looks to be our first boss battle here. Yeah, so I'm going to let this cutscene play until it finishes, but then I'll pause it. Yeah. Um, and I'm pausing it right now at 2.10. So this is our first ba boss battle. Corpius is the name of this boss, apparently. Um, and yeah, there's so much to unpack in just the room alone. You have like this sandy kind of room with either like a red fog or mist hanging or like blood or something blood. on the floor. I, I'm, I'm, it looks like blood. I'm pretty sure it's some kind of mist or fog or maybe another kind of red sand. You have like that Chozo statue that's like leaning. It's like clearly not set correctly. I'm some kind of Chozo warrior with a cape or cloak. Obviously, this big monster that is using what we later get, the Phantom Cloak. But, uh, which I'm wondering maybe if that's, like, what that Chozo warrior has, right? Maybe that's, like, a Phantom Cloak it has. But anyway, this whole room, I love the design. Like, the rib cages and the sand. This, like, grotesque, like, monster coming out at Samus. And again, unlike, you know, another M, but Samus comes in, she's ready to fight, and she goes in and, like, has this awesome animation avoiding the monster and getting right into the fight. It looks great. Um... Yeah, love this cutscene going into this first boss battle. And, and I want to point out something that I think that you pointed out on Twitter, Dak, which was like, 
this is how you do cinematics like really really well like this this looks really cool and, like there's there's this nice shot of like all of a sudden you're in the visor and you see from Samus's point of view but then you're immediately back out and it just like it looks really fluid and it looks really natural which is maybe something that you know other M didn't always achieve um so I really like the way that they did that and then the the way that it transitions like seamlessly the camera kind of pans around and you transition seamlessly into the boss battle and you have control of Samus again was was really cool. Also worth noting here, you have uh, 25 missiles. So we're, I'm presuming that this is somewhat early in the game. So maybe you start off with uh, more than your average five. Actually, I think we started off with 10 missiles uh, from, from last gameplay. So worth noting. I, I always like starting off with a little bit more missiles. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, give the players some more options. And I would like the. I, I personally just I use way too many missiles when I play these games. So it's nice to have them early. Uh, yeah, I definitely agree with everything. And just look, even just look at this shot. I'm ready to play this. This looks so good. Uh, the animations look clean. And yeah, you get this awesome like in-engine like in-game cinematic. So it makes it look so like it's a complete like seamless transition rather than like you know jumping to a pre-rendered cutscene. So. We're going to let it yep, continue totally. to play here. And we get into the boss battle itself. We actually get the full boss battle here, like, for this whole demo. So we actually get to see, like, an entire boss battle play out here, which I think is pretty cool. Oh, so there you go. And I'm sorry, what is this boss's name again? Apparently his name is Corpius. Like, Corpius, like that was it. I was about to say <laughs> Carrion, and I don't think that's right. So it looks like Corpius is uh, vulnerable right on his head, right in the kisser. So this guy's got, like, a scorpion tail that looks like it's doing some, some pretty good damage. And his design is so cool. <laughs> It, he's he's got like no it's almost like a snake but like with arms and a scorpion tail um he's also like, yeah. got the sludge he's spitting out sludge which was a classic staple of metroid yeah right in the face all in those like grotesque like visceral looking eyes is like yoked yeah. in the front but has didn't no leg oh. day didn't go to the gym samus but i love samus just got bodied by some sludge it looks like you can shoot the sludge too to get missiles yeah. and other pickups uh oh so Corpius two is not happy. Phase two. What is it? Oh my goodness. So this is kind of cool because this guy is turning invisible and it makes you wonder if this is the invisible enemy that we saw previously in that room that we oh, were it talking about last is. week. hundred percent. That's, that's the nice little foreshadowing we get earlier where we see Corpius kind of lingering about and then we finally get to take him on. And I, I love this kind of change up because you already had a little bit of diversity in the flow of the fight earlier where you're taking mm -hmm. on the sludge bombs and like the tail fight. Now you mix in, all right, now I can, can't really see him that well. And I have this huge long range disjointed attack going after me with like this little light, really solid early game Metroid boss fight, I think. Yeah. And, uh, classic Metroid there is the tail takes more damage. It turns from yellow to red and now it's, it's blinking and, and going nuts. Oh. So what's Scorpius up to now? Oh, Oh no. Oh. See, what's with enemies attacking with their butts in this game? <laughs> so many of them love to do this. But, I, again, Mercury Steam, like, the the mid-battle transitions, like, it just looks so awesome oh, and cinematic. Man. Looks really cool. Uh, so <laughs> mm. Yeah, Corpius mm. is just shaking its butt at Samus. But, of course, our girl just used her new slide to oh. slide right under. And melee attack Corpius right in the face. Missiles to the face, grabbing the tail. Samus is going everywhere. God, this is a fight. This is good. This is we're great this, stuff. We're, we're running that back. We're running that back. We're going back. Uh, okay, let, yeah, let's do it one the more time. the beginning because that was that was so awesome. I love this fight. I'm going back to 350 here. It's like just there's so many details. Mercury Steam has such great taste. Like they make Samus look so like badass and that, and, and, and that was strong. Great. 
uh, like just like she goes into the, she doesn't back up. She's ready to go, like hasn't moved hasn't flinched at all. Just like ready to go. Like I'm good. Hasn't moved back to Psych Corpius going you know completely invisible there. And then I love this slide, and you can even notice when she goes in, she uses her boosters or thrusters to, like, get right into his face, and then, like, takes the tail swing, like, right to the midsection, like, takes a huge swing and just, like, tanks it, and then starts firing in his face! Uh, it's so sick! Oh, look at that! Samus the jump with the in! slide, grabs the face, shoots the missile right in the face, one, two, three, four! Grabs oh. the tail! One, takes two, three, four, five! Love that, and then right missiles back in the right to the play. face! Absolutely. Oh, that was great. That was great. So good. Like, when Sakamoto said that Mercury Steam has, like, good taste, like, he was not wrong. Yeah. Like, they nailed this. Like, they make this fight seem so epic. This is just a, a, a early game boss. This is an epic fight. Uh, oh, like, yeah, that looked vicious. Uh, Sicorpius just, uh, he's, he is throwing sludge on the floor, poison on the floor, and Samus is hanging on to one of the ledges, and... The tail just like speared Samus. It looked it looked vicious. Yeah, and yeah, I also this is, love this is how, a great fight. I also love how they have obviously multiple fights like most Metroid bosses do, but it's not just like, okay, the previous pattern but faster. Like now he has mm. a completely different now he's putting down this oh. gas. You have like this wall cling, he's a lot closer again, and he goes he's and mixing up the invisibility. Like I yeah, love this. Now he's invisible again. So lots lots going on in this fight. I want yeah, that. This is this is a heck of a fight, and this is one of the the early fights. You know, like so. I I've been playing Metroid Fusion, and um, you know that's I think the bosses in that game are really good. But you know, you get to Arachnus in the first uh, couple minutes of the game, and like that that is not a boss fight the same caliber as this. And we're about to see another Absolutely awesome not. melee uh, move here. Oh, the twist oh. around the neck! I don't even remember that the first. Like that's, I love that. That's same. like some legless Lord of the Rings stuff right there. That's great. I just I love the missiles to the face, like just boom, 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 boom. Like they're flexing with this animation, and again, like the the transition between like these cinematic shots and the gameplay just looks so satisfying. And it looks like Corpius might finally. Oh my god! So Corpius is down for the count. Samus is charging up her arm cannon mm. here. She looks absolutely menacing. What is she gonna do? Oh my, oh god! Oh my god, Samus just shoots him right in the face, jumps right through the tail, Corpius is down, Samus stands tall! Superhero landing. And then I'll that take that, sir. I'll take that. That was I'll take that, that was cube great. hiding in your tail. Yeah, that was awesome. Alright, so she gets the, Samus uh, Phantom has cloak some kind this. of uh, power up here. Yeah, so we'll pause the here Phantom real quick. Cloak. So, six forty-six. She gets the Phantom Cloak, which is obviously the, doesn't, the doesn't that camo. sound like a Zelda item to you, like the Phantom Cloak? Well, it sounds like a Chozo thing, I guess. You know, uh, but yeah, yeah, it does yeah. sound kind of sound Zelda, -y, but it does uh, sound I, I love like it. it's great. Yeah, it, it works for me for sure. It has that like that like when you're gonna go this kind of more mystical-y naming route like the chozo stuff definitely works obviously this is an aeon ability but yeah i like i like the name phantom cloak it sounds cool yeah. um yeah zelda phantom hourglass so it makes sense but active camo that's what i'm gonna call it <laughs> wow what, what a what a boss battle that was just uh fantastic like, i i love i think i mentioned this in uh i can't remember when but sometime when in one of our shows i mentioned that i love boss battles that feel like a fight like there are there are boss battles. Sometimes it's almost like too pretty, you know. And it's like you have to do you have to do something that's like a, a puzzle almost, rather than like a fight. So I love yep. that. Like 
the and, and this is true of, of Samus Returns as well, where like Samus is just like punching people in the face and like blasting missiles close up. It just it's it, it yeah, adds such they're an, scrapping. Yeah, it, it just adds such an um authenticity to what is going on, I I feel like, that you you miss sometimes in these you know, in, in other games. Absolutely. Like this is uh... I, I can't gush enough about this boss fight. And again, like you mentioned in like Metroid Fusion, I love the boss battles in that game, and I like the quantity of them too. But you're right. You go to like Arachnus first, and he's like, and like it's a joke. <laughs> that boss battle, that I assume is like the first boss battle of the game, right? Or if not, maybe the second or third, but it's probably like the first one. And that looked like an epic boss battle that put both of those characters over, right? Like Samus looked really good, like all these awesome sick moves the sick finish but even corpius who's clearly an early game boss looked like a legitimate threat and didn't just seem like some kind of dopey like mid boss or sub boss that you kind of you know get through get the ability to move on that was a cool awesome fight that had multiple phases it was creative it had a nice like mix up and diversity and it's like gameplay and pattern flows and it makes you the player feel it looks like i mean just from watching it, i can't wait to play it but it, i'm assuming it's going to make you feel like you're such an awesome space like the best bounty hunter in the galaxy you're just like taking on these aliens no flinching like no hesitation whatsoever that's the samus we know and love and i love that mercury steam like is nailing that and is getting the exact kind of like is getting these big moments that Samus is really good at. So I, I love this. Yeah, it looks and Phantom Cloak. Yeah, it 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 looks so awesome, and it makes me think of like you know if if this guy, like you said, it's probably like one of the first bosses in the game, right? If this guy looks like such a badass, like what what do we think like the Dark Chozo or like the final boss or whatever that the, the yeah. guy that's presumably going to be built up during the game kind of as a threat like that. I feel like it's just going to be one heck of a fight. Um, Absolutely. So uh, yeah, I'm really, really excited. And if I'm retro studios, I'm looking at this and I'm like, sheesh, like we got to We got to step it up. If they have it, I'm sure they <laughs> are thinking the same kind of way too with their kind of cutscenes. But like, I'm sure they look at this. I'm like, Oh, we gotta, we gotta be doing some of this kind of stuff too. If they aren't already. Um, and I, and I love this. I love seeing Samus just, just throw hands. Like, I love it. Just getting yeah. in, 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 in creatures faces and taking them on. Let's, uh, let's hit uh play again on this. We're at 646. Let's hit play. Samus just took out Corpius, just got the phantom cloak and we're going to, we're going to see what she does with it. All right. Wow. We got a lot of footage to get through here. You gotta love it. We do, but I mean that we got the, uh, they left us on a cliffhanger on the previous video, you know? <laughs> So it's, it's so right. yep. Aeon is uh, certainly back, which of course makes sense from both a gameplay perspective and a, a story perspective. Kind of continuing where we left off with Samus Returns. Love, I love the look of this. Of uh, uh, you know, I think I mentioned it last week too. When like Samus gets like her power ups and it shows you kind of what her arm cannons at, what her suits at, etc., etc. Um, the the shot of of Samus just looks really cool. Kinda yeah, like and the X-ray tool tip, schematic looking version. Yeah, I love that. Like, I mean, it's, you know, that's like a classic Metroid thing, too. But, like, mm -hmm, they do yeah. really, like, a good job with it. But I love the tooltip thing. It's like, it's just, I don't know. It's something I've never seen in Metroid before, and it there, looks awesome. There we go. So the Phantom Cloak is literally making us invisible. And um, it is allowing Samus to pass through, uh, looks like, looks like some kind of area that uh, was motion censored. So, um, of yeah, course, there the certain... Phantom Cloak is going to use your, your Aeon, but... Mm -hmm. That's a that's a pretty cool trade off, I think. 
Yeah, so certain doors are motion censored, so you'll have to use the Phantom Cloak to go by. Aside from the fact that obviously there are a ton of you know gameplay and like battle mm. implications for using it, but there are going to be certain doors you're going to have to use. Uh, see, like this door too also has a Phantom Cloak necessity there, so you got to use that to pass by. Uh, we we forgot to shout out our our buddy the giant enemy crab who also made his triumphant reappearance down there. <laughs> yes, God, I love that, that guy. That moving that moving melee counter just looks so good. Oh, L- let's pause real shot. quick wow, here. Look at Holy, this. yeah. Eight thirty, we see this absolutely beautiful shot of this huge like volcanic landscape as Samus passes through this bridge. This is phenomenal. This I is love a great this. Shot. Very, very yeah. Magmore Caverns Norfair vibes here uh, with a big, uh, not a spire, but some kind of contraption that is shooting down um, some big heavy flames in the center of the screen here. And of course, this is a bridge, but I don't know if it's a glass bridge because you know that tube. if you see a glass bridge, you're coming back to bomb that baby. Oh, that's true. Oh, man. Well, I mean, just looking at the top of that that tube or whatever it is, that looks walkable, you know? Yeah. That looks like something you can get up on, and but we'll see. But I'm looking at this, and I'm like, oh, this is this is quintessential Metroid. You got Samus, you got a tube, and you got some lava. Like this, like, this is this is great. So we uh, let's move on from here at 8:30 and hit play again as Samus runs through this just beautiful environment. And again, I mean, Mercury Steam is just flexing with some of these environments here. I got. I, I know that I just finished saying it, but God, I just I love the physicality of some of the fights and like the melee counters. It just it makes it. Just makes it feel like so legitimate to me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. I love how she just runs in, swinging her arm cannon, kicking things. Like it's very satisfying looking. Looks like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, there so it is again. It's, it's faint, but you can hear the music in the background too. And the music also sounds uh, very kind of creepy, but mechanicy. Very, very mm-hmm. Metroid. So it sounds good. Yeah, you know, I think just, like, the nature of how we're doing this, I think we should go back at some point and kind of more closely analyze the music since we kind of can't play it too loud here. But, yeah, I agree. I think so far I haven't... It seems pretty good. So we're still in Arteria. So, okay, we're going to get our first elevator, and we are going to uh, Kataris. So there we go. If you notice, also, you can see Samus's ship from Fusion at the top there. And we know that ship also appears in the cutscenes at the beginning of the game, but you can see it in the icon as well. So she does have it actively in the game, too. There you go. Um, you know what is something that I don't think anybody Ooh. is going to care about this except for me? But I really do like when the maps, like, you can see where the areas connect. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like Metroid Fusion, there is no way that, like, all those sectors connect in a natural way. But, like, in Super Metroid, like... Very clearly, Rex ship connects to Criteria, Criteria connects to Brinstar, etc., etc. So I, I like that they show you, like, going from one area to the next, like, this is where it actually connects together. I feel like nobody cares about that but me, but I appreciate it. I was I was going to talk more about the awesome elevator <laughs> cutscene that we get. I love that, but we got that last uh, last video, too. I agree, though. I mean, I, I didn't mind it in Fusion, because you do get that interconnectivity a little bit as you kind of go in you know, behind the walls, so to speak. But uh, yeah, it's obviously not to the extent of Super Metroid or maybe even this game. And it looks like we're going to need a... So wait, so pausing real quick, this obviously means that the suit that Samus has now is like the the power suit equivalent, right? Like she doesn't have the Varia upgrades because she couldn't go into that hot area. So that's just making me think, okay, what happened to the fusion suit? And then what is her next suit going to look like? 
because I already love the look of this suit, but I'm very excited to see like what the other upgrade like suit like up upgraded suit designs are. And as we, I was wondering um, at the onset of this, like when I first saw this gameplay, if this was the Varia suit, quote unquote, but it's not. So looking forward to seeing what Mercury Steam comes up with. Yeah. Um, let's press play. Yeah, I'm gonna press play. 10:44. Press and play again. Samus mid spin so, jump there. So we know that we're gonna have. Um, if not a full-blown suit, some kind of functionality added to the Dread Suit that is similar to the Varia and similar to the Gravity. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at that. Oh, a nice little uh, a nice little hidden wall there. Yeah, and there's, of course, people have talked about it a ton on, on like the internet on Twitter where like Samus goes up against the wall and she like presses her hand up against it and mm -hmm. like her, her feet touch it like the ground like and have that IK, uh, IK kind of tracking to it. Really, really good attention to detail. Um, you know what? I'm I'm just realizing that we haven't seen the morph ball yet. I don't believe we haven't. We ha I don't I don't think they. Uh, I'm not sure you... if they actually get that in this gameplay presentation at all. I think it only showed up in the trailer, but I don't remember. Guess we'll see. Ooh, look at this! Another another fantastic looking Adam room. Just the glow of Samus just looks mm, so good. It looks like we are gonna cut away from this again, but we do know, as we said last time. Um, Adam has not only, you know, the text, but has voice acting as well. So voice acting confirmed for the game for everyone, uh, as far as we know, in terms of like AI, but we don't know if, you know, the Chozo are going to have voice acting. I would assume they probably will. Federation, you know, humans and whatnot probably will. Samus, I'm, I don't think so, but we'll see. I, I could, I could see Samus having voice acting in the, in the sense of like somebody providing, like, like grunts and in, in that kind of uh, voice. Oh, act. yeah, yeah, you know exactly. I mean? like, yeah. yeah. I don't think she's going to be having a speaking role, though. I mean, you know, never say never, though, right? Because, like, Samus did have, um, you know, she had a lot to say in Metroid Fusion. There are lots of different monologues and stuff. And I, I think that if they're going to, you know, if they're going to give Adam a voice and they have the same kind of idea to use um, Samus in that role again, kind of monologuing, uh, then... Samus might have a voice as well. I'm, I'm not sure that they're going to necessarily do that, but... Uh, I don't know if they I, I will. I, I mean, wouldn't say it's impossible. Oh, definitely not. I just feel like most people obviously remember Other M for the monologuing, but even Fusion has it too, and I think, you know, this game definitely looks like a more streamlined Metroid game, and, like, Samus standing there monologuing just doesn't mm -hmm. seem like it's congruent with how, like, the design of this game so far. So, yeah. but I don't know that just because she gets voice acting doesn't mean she's going to monologue. She could have short lines or very few lines. So who knows? But, um, I mean, we'll see. I think I, I'm fine either way. And I, I have like, yeah. I, I'm trusting Mercury steam so far. What I like what I'm seeing. So I'm trusting them. Yep. No doubt. No doubt. Um, so Samus is in this like awesome looking, it looks like a factory of some sorts here. Um, trying to. Trying to navigate her way around, but now she's uh, used her arm cannon to power up the lock on one door, but it's locked another. So we are we are doing some exploring, and I do like how the uh, the walls in this game that are able to be destroyed have like a little tell that lets you know that like they they you know can be destroyed. Yeah, true. Yeah, so you're not just like, I mean that you know, like constantly searching and just like looking like pixel by mm -hmm. pixel. I don't mind that at all. 
I really love the design of these rooms. I mean, even look at this room. Like, look at the attention to detail in that just machine all the way in the back. Like, the gear spinning, like, and the, oh, the yeah. smoke. Like, the, what, like the, that has no implication on the gameplay whatsoever, but it just makes it way more convincing, way more immersive. The world feel like an actual world rather than just a static background. Like, and you can, like, see that there's the implication of a lot more going on than what we see, like, than what first meets the eye. Yeah, look, it just it just looks so good. Looks so awesome. I mean, this, look at this, this background like, just looks incredible. Yeah, man. Uh, okay, so Samus is sliding into. Oh man, look at that room. Let's let's pause right there, really quick. Just really quick. Sure. Yeah, I'll I'll go back to uh to get to it. Um, so we're pausing. We, we at, won't spend uh, yeah. too long here, but I just wanted to point out some things here. So Samus is is sliding into a big room, and uh, she's gonna walk into a very. I don't know, an unusual looking room. So we've got we've got a glass tunnel. So we got another glass tunnel. So that thing's getting bombed too. <laughs> but it, like we've got this struck me for a second because it almost looked like Chozo armor or something like that in in the bottom here. And I maybe it's just an aesthetic, you know, uh, piece of the background. But maybe it's uh, it's coming into play a little bit later. Um, I don't know if that's armor or a statue. It looks like it's got some kind of hand moving it though. It, well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, it seems like we're more in the actual facility of like this part of the planet. Like, the previous section was more cavernous and yeah, you know, rocky. Now we're clearly in a facility. I mean, it looks like they're they're building stuff in this facility. So I'm thinking that's like you know, there's another arm in the background that's not holding anything. I'm assuming these are big like conveyor belt factory, you know, arms that are moving these big armor like I don't know power suits that they're building. I would assume from one place to another maybe they're dropping these in the lava for some reason like i think it's interesting that this armor armor is is probably chozo armor but it seems like it's more congruent with like older chozo designs than like the newer sleeker like thinner taller chozo design but maybe i'm just kind of looking into it wrong or incorrectly or just into it too much but you know I, I, a lot of the imagery i'm seeing this game is like the newer chozo trying to override like imagery of the old and maybe like they're processing some of the old chozo armor getting rid of it or they're using it to create new armor they're building their new armor here they're certainly building something in this facility but it is interesting like i mean they're they're using this huge volcanic flow obviously for energy and resources and and samus is getting like deeper and well she's going up out of the planet but she's getting deeper into the like the the critical parts of this facility for sure and i would assume that's some kind of chozo armor also in the save stations you see these chozo statues that are essentially the exact same build as this armor so i'm thinking it, it is likely something chozo related looks very very cool um either way and and just to go like ahead about a second or two here samus is also going to run past a door that has a like purple force field around it um and i'm not sure i'm not sure what item would break that off the top of my head um but very very cool looking anyways so yeah this is a this is a very interesting room and we're at 1435 i'm gonna hit play again all right she moves through yeah yeah so you can see that kind of electrical shell around it almost definitely uh, a later these, pickup these guys are running right past some kind of secret in that wall right there For, oh there's definitely a bunch of there's things definitely that they something. like walk by intentionally and don't mention <laughs> and just like they don't talk for a couple seconds and then they keep talking yeah. as if they didn't just ignore that uh that you know, you know what and, and i appreciate that you know I've, oh yeah I they gotta find out it. some stuff for myself so here we go we got an emmy door uh emmy business time. is about to pick up as they say 
just the uh, the lights that kind of flicker dark and then oh this creepy oh. so we got a yellow emmy here and uh, yellow that's green uh well uh, it's like it's, it's like, like a it's like mountain, a lime it's like green. It's like, yeah it's like a limeish yellow yeah. green okay you know as you were as i was saying that and as you were saying that, i was like well you know this thing's kind of mellow yellow but yeah yeah it's somewhere in the middle um so we got the mountain dew emmy has just disappeared and uh samus is obviously going to be using her phantom cloak to a large extent in order to avoid those now i believe that those are the ones that move a little bit quicker is that correct uh so these are the ones that can fit in small crevices so like the regular white emmys can't and then these i don't think are the fast ones but they're the ones that can tra- chase samus into like i'm assuming like morph ball Oof. tunnels or places she can slide and she has to use her phantom cloak when she's cornered to get away from them and i love how you can see they start going off and patrolling you can hey. see them on the map <laughs> like you gotta there's a little strategy because you can't just run off here the thing's patrolling you gotta wait but also you can't use the phantom cloak for too long because if you use the ability for too long it starts to sap your your health i believe so there's a the balance there of how long do i use the ability to to hold this position versus you know the health i want to use to to get away from where i am very very intense like i was kind of like holding my breath when when samus was activating the cloak and the emmy was right in front so samus just activated some kind of of trap and look at the background here by the way man they're building a huge mecha of some sort bro that looks like a giant chozo to me i don't know about you with an arm cannon with an arm cannon if you look on the right arm it's a big arm cannon so like they're like this i would love it if samus takes on like some huge like shadow of the colossus like chozo boss she has to like climb or something like look at the size of that thing it's like oh no 50 times her size caught by the emmy yeah she's fooling Um. around looking at this thing like we are (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm glad that we don't have to play this at the same time as we're doing commentary it's probably harder than it looks Uh, speak for yourself i would love to be doing this you could this would be a dream job to be showing this game off right now Oh god, that that just makes my skin crawl. That like you you can see the Aeon bar just slowly depleting, as this thing is is you know has its eyes on you literally and beams on you, waiting for you to move. Yeah, and it also seems like it it goes down quicker, like as it gets towards the end of the bar. So yeah. you start to run out of that Aeon like charge, your Aeon bar goes down, and then once the Aeon bar goes away, then it starts sapping your health. So you're and it like rushes you to that. So you got to keep an eye on it. Oh God! Oh man! These guys just got caught again. That was a pretty big, um, I don't know, sonar pulse or something like that that uh, that the Emmy gave off to find Samus. Yeah, so I love, obviously, I love their... obviously, its range is bigger than just the mm-hmm. uh, the eye the eye laser, if you will, that it shoots out. Yeah. All right, so these guys got to they got to open this oh, no. door. Oh god. Uh quick time. Oh, she whiffs and oh, she's Oh man. Oh. There we go. So Samus GG. just got impaled. <laughs> Literally. Yikes. Right in right in the the collarbone. Oh so, man. Got got to be got to be on point with that quick time event. You got to be uh you have that one swing and if you whiff it you're done. Yeah, no kidding. What a, you know, what a an appropriate name Dread is, and and like I think that all of us were excited for Metroid Dread, like just because that was the name of the the fabled game that never happened. But like, it really does fit the the mo of this game and what it's trying to achieve. So I'm I'm wondering if like they had this idea for the Emmys like way back when, like I I really do because that would have fit the 
DMO, like, to a T. Well, yeah, I think Sakamoto pretty much says as much, but I think that's definitely the case, is, like, that's why they started calling it Metroid Dread, like, way back then, because they always had this idea of, of, uh, you know, these multiple enemies really chasing Samus, like, we kind of hope the SAX would in Fusion, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and then maybe they just weren't able to implement oh, all these God. different roaming enemies. I don't know, but it's. I'm glad that, that it's come to fruition. They got another chance, and they fail again. Oh, they fail again. <laughs> Samus is a goner. So let's see if Samus starts from... So Samus got out of the Emmy Zone, activated one of the thermal charges. Let's see if... Yeah, okay, so we're going to start from, from there. Yeah, so it's pretty much the last time... So I if, guess you, if you notice, too, it does look like there was a block that could have been destroyed there and that there's room for... Uh, Samus to go in with the morph ball. So oh, notice that, how uh, uh, I was gonna say. Notice how when you leave the Emmy Zone, it doesn't look like you can go right back in. There's like a big red like symbol that goes on it before I guess it loads up again. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, a nice little hidden hidden uh, area. These guys are ignoring it. That just. Uh. I think well, they they can't go there because it's too hot. You can <laughs> see the uh, the heat coming out so i think they're trying to avoid dying this this just totally reminds me of the uh god the name is escaping me but the big yellow thing from aliens that ripley rides oh the uh what the forklift or something (laughs) uh it's like it's like that uh, people are people are dying listening to this because like i'm sure everyone (laughs) knows the name but us but yeah the uh the thing that she uses at the end but so here we go we uh we're back in this big room and everything is is activated. Tons of enemies here. Looks like it looks like so. There's two there's two walls that go up. Looks like they're too far apart to wall jump, all the way up. Too bad. Uh, I mean, as far as we know, I, I, as far I would as not we be know. surprised that someone could make it happen. <laughs> that's a, that's a skip right there for speedrunners. I'm I'm really excited, by the way, to to play this game. So like I was thinking like, man, when Metroid dread comes out, like I could probably beat the thing in like a weekend, but then I'm going to play it again on hard difficulty. And then I'm going to play it again, speed running. And then I'm going to play it again, like with a, like a guide in mind. And like, I'm just really excited to play this in all the different ways that, you know, you can play the Metroid games. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to be playing this game like over and over and over and over and over and over again. again. So I cannot wait for it to come out. Um, it's soon enough, man. It's kind of, it's it's not too far off. Only a few months. Yep, that is right. These chosen statues just look awesome, by the way. And this really, is what I was really talking about the the stave room. See how that these chozo in the back, pretty much a similar build as that armor that we saw earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look very cool. Very cool save room too. Although yeah, I'm I'm looking at the map and actually it doesn't explicitly say save room, which usually Metroid games do. So that's kind of a, a nice little, like, I don't know, move away from the norm. Yeah, or maybe they just haven't implemented that yet. But I think I think it, it should be explicit enough when the game releases. Yeah. Seems explicit enough right now, but... Man, it's, it's almost just like... So this slide is obviously going to be a big part of this game. Um, I wonder... Like, I wonder if there is a reason that we haven't seen the Morph Ball yet. Because, like, I mean, typically that's, like... Your one of your first, if not your first, pickups that you typically get in a Metroid game. And that's and probably why because they have the slide that it comes back. Yeah, no, it definitely does. You see it in the trailer in the initial release. Um, I just yeah, assume it's right. not like your. It's just I assume it's not your first 
pick up right. because you have the slide. Oh, look at that. We're already look, at the look end. At that wow. statue. My God. And, 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 what? So, Andy, you're looking at this statue and this doesn't like ring any bells to you? This, this statue definitely looks, uh, looks very creepy. It's got, God, it almost looks like, like a mummy or something. It looks like, uh, it's definitely, it's definitely on four legs. I, I don't know. What do you see? Okay, well, we're paused at 2319 at this, what looks like, by the way, which looks like uh, some kind of morph ball tunnel there um, because yep, you can't yep, slide. Definitely. But that a, a lot of people are saying on Twitter that that looks like the, the kind of like creature head doorway before you face Kraid in previous Metroid games. Um, it has a resemblance to, to something that is you see in before you face Kraid. And which uh, might have the okay. implication that Kraid's in this game. To some extent, a meta meta crate, dude. How um, how awesome would that be? I mean, like you've got this giant factory, you know, why not? You could totally do it. Bring back. Crate. Yeah, I mean, even in the previous room where Sam's running by, you could see like this long like factory lineup of like arms and stuff where like you could see they could like have a huge um, just conveyor belt and workflow of pumping out, you know, like manufacturing a ton of these things too, whatever they're building. Like I love the scale that the backgrounds bring and, and it's and it's actually wild that we just all of a sudden got to the the end of the video here because like I'm just I'm eating all this up and it's like when you know, time flies when you're having fun, you know? But uh you know, I there's so much when you see this gameplay, there's so much that's like getting me thinking like what what are they building? What are they doing here? And we I was saying that at the end of the last video, the end of the last episode, but I think that even more having gone through here. Yeah, so it looks like I mean this thing is definitely coming to life for sure. Um, you know what? When you when you said what does it look like to you, my first thought was actually like like a shegoth almost. It, it looks kind of oh, like yeah. that. Um, but it looks like you can jump on this thing and actually walk on it. Maybe I don't That's know. Maybe it doesn't true. come to life, but it sure it sure looks like it does to me. So obviously there is uh, something something is about to go down in this room because the Nintendo Treehouse guys said, uh, "Yep, that's it. We're going to stop here." So. Something yeah. is about to happen. It looks like this, is, like he pointed out, this would be a good place to get the morph ball. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm thinking whatever you do, you likely because this thing looks like it's just kind of a statue or something. It looks like you jump on top of it, walk across mm. its back, head to the boss, and you can even see on the map there's an opening there, and then the small morph ball sized opening at the bottom, which likely is your exit from the boss battle after you've claimed the morph ball. So this is likely where you get it, which still seems, you know, you were talking about having it early in the game. Well, still relatively early. Not the first thing you get, but I think with the introduction of the slide, that makes sense. It occupies that role in a lot of ways. And then once the game starts to get a little more intricate and starts to introduce, you know, these morph ball tunnels that aren't at ground level, so you can't slide through them or they're too long, so you can't continuously slide through them. Unless maybe later in the game you get like a, a booster slide. That'd be sick. Um, oh, yeah, that would be start cool. like, see... a, like a shine spark, but slide almost. That would, that would be really cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was thinking just like a longer boost, but even a shine spark slide. That, ooh, I, I can't wait to see how you can kind of mix and match and like kind of work the different parts of Samus's suit and different features she gets, different Aeon abilities together. Can't wait. Yeah. All are different tools. This, yeah, this looks... Uh, <laughs> this just looks so good. Everything from the background that we've seen to... The new items and abilities and like obviously the the phantom cloak is going to be a big um 
It's going to be a big item. It's going to probably be the big, I don't want to say gimmick, but like one of the big things about this game that you use um, because it's one of the first items that you get. And obviously there's going to be a, a focus and importance on that. I wouldn't be surprised if you can like upgrade your, your Phantom Cloak throughout the course of the game. Obviously I'm hmm. sure that you can upgrade your Aeon throughout the course of the game. So yeah, this looks, uh, this looks really awesome so far. And, and it is striking how like this is, probably the first like little area of the game like this is probably within the first like hour of this game that we've seen and it feels like just we've seen so much already we had that awesome boss battle um you know we're, we're obviously about to throw down with something else to get the morph ball so it, it just is shaping up to be everything that we want everything that we were hoping for um and you know we we've also been through a couple of those different emmy zones as well so i'm really looking forward to the ability to like build up samus's arsenal to be able to fight back against those things. Yeah, and I and I can't wait to see what the other Emmys are like. I mean, we know, you know, we have this like lime green, yellow green Emmy. We have the other Emmy that's faster. But like, what about the other three or four or five Emmys we might run into? Like, what have they got, you know, packing up their uh, robotic weird Emmy sleeve, I guess, right? Like, how strong are they going to be? And and then there are the un other enemies that we don't even know about, like the other creatures Samus going to run to into the planet. Obviously, the Dark Chosen, whatever the Federation's working on. Like, you know, there's there's a lot of other stuff, and I can't wait to see like what Samus takes on. And yeah, like it feels like we've just scratched the surface. Like they did a great job. Like thinking back to how like Samus Returns was kind of treated in like 2017, where like it didn't even show up in you know the main presentation it was kind of overshadowed by metroid prime 4 which still isn't out and it got a little time in the treehouse but it never felt like a big deal metroid dread we get a whole announcement uh you know at e3 with a trailer we have 40 minutes in split into two parts in the treehouse of gameplay footage completely new gameplay footage we got a developer diary from sakamoto himself a special edition that sold out i mean it's like a complete 180 and it's it's almost like you know it's a dream come true for sure but it's like okay like this is very promising like it makes me and not only makes me excited but it makes me feel hopeful that like okay maybe they're actually gonna like try to do something with metroid and maybe they're feeling better about the franchise too which may inspire them to do more with it so i, I don't know all of this is feels like it feels great as a fan. <laughs> uh, yeah, no kidding. And like one one thing too that I I feel like for me this game has helped. I know that before before E3 when we were talking about our predictions and stuff like that and um mm -hmm. you know talking about Metroid Prime 4 how it's been 4 years since we saw that one little splash that had the title and nothing more. Um I know that you and and, and mm -hmm. like I I was too and some other people were frustrated. It's like give me something about this game, like something anything. Like that's been it's been a long time. It's been four years. So, like, you know, the, the title screen isn't enough for me anymore. And I feel like Dread really just kind of took the the pressure off of that. Like, you know, Absolutely. now now if, if I don't see Metroid Prime 4 until next year, that's fine. Because now I've got Metroid Dread to, to keep me occupied. I'm going to play this game, like, probably 50 times in the first month that it's out. Um, it just makes it feel a lot better to me. And, and, like, frankly, I feel like now that I have Metroid Dread, like, it's it's kind of made me realize, like, I don't know if I'm not just more excited for this game than I am for whatever Metroid Prime 4 is going to be. And I'm sure that it's going to be great and continue or maybe even start that new story with Silex or whatever. But, you know, this, this is this is on a whole other level where it's like we've been waiting for this for so long. It looks like we're finally going to get some of the mystery of the Chozo um, answered. We're going to see our first Chozo. 
Um, we're gonna we're gonna see what the dread is all about. We're gonna find out what happened to the fusion suit. We're gonna we're gonna see Adam in a not annoying role. So that's great. He's gonna have voice acting. So it, it this is really the one that's like checking all the boxes. So not that of course not that I'm like not absolutely stoked about Metroid Prime Four. I am, but this this definitely takes that pressure off of Retro Studios and you know our our hunger, I guess if you will, for for Metroid. Absolutely, yeah. I mean. Even with the development restart, I was still expecting to see something from Metroid Prime 4 this past E3. Like, even again, like, maybe if it was just a small teaser, but I think Nintendo probably learned their lesson. I was like, okay, we're not going to show something until it's really, really ready. And so I get that, but I 100% agree, like, Metroid Dread coming out because it's, like, been everything and kind of more that we wanted. And because we wanted it for so long and we didn't even think it was going to happen, it definitely took all that weight off their shoulders and like no one no one's talking about like oh where's metroid prime 4 now it's focused on metroid dread and when metroid dread comes out it'll be the holidays by then people are enjoying it and then that gives nintendo you know their spring nintendo direct or e3 2022 to show off metroid prime 4 after everyone's you know been enjoying metroid dread for a while so i'm thinking that could happen we might even wait longer than that and i think that might still be okay though i do think Mm -hmm. we're gonna see some metroid prime 4 next year for sure um, and, and, and I think that's fine. And I agree. Like for me, I'm, I'm excited for both games a lot. I'm excited for this game because of all the reasons we mentioned. I'm excited for Metro prime four cause it's Metro prime four too. So like, I don't think it's really a competition for me. I'm so excited for both. And honestly, I'm looking even beyond that. I mean, I'm, this feels a lot like the two thousands again for Metroid, where we could have these two big releases in, you know, Metroid Dread and Metroid Prime 4 come out in the early part of the decade, and then that leads to a bunch of other great games, more Metroid Prime games, more 2D Metroids, more spin-offs and all that, and which we've been waiting for and wanting for so long. And I'm just getting good feelings about that. It feels very, like, similar to when, you know, Metroid Fusion and Metroid Prime came out, and then we had a lot of follow-ups from there for several for six, seven years, really. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, five, six years after that, you know, and I think I'm getting the same feeling from this. This feels like such a good start. There's a lot of goodwill. You know, Metroid Dread is being talked about by a ton of people. A lot of people are excited. A lot of new people are getting into the games. Like, this is really, like, a perfect storm so far, all the planets aligning, and... So that makes me even more excited, actually, for Metroid Prime 4, because I think even more people are going to be excited for that game, too, because Metroid Dread's going to be really setting them up for more Metroid. And hey, people are so excited for this game, I can't imagine what the excitement's going to be for Metroid Prime 4, which I think is really going to be, like, a huge title. Uh, and, and this is just the beginning of a lot of... A Metroid renaissance, I think, to be yeah. honest. So uh, it makes me very excited. Even just watching this gameplay... I can't wait to run it. It looks like such a fun game to play, to try it for the first time, to explore, and to run so many times after that. Yeah, and, and like, uh, I think you took the words out of my mouth. It, it feels like it it could be the beginning of another golden age for Metroid. I, I don't want to get too hopeful, but I mean... We've I'm got saying Dread. it will be. I'm saying uh, it will okay. be. You might, you, I, you I won't, love but that. I say it will be, yeah. So, so we've got Dread, we've got Prime 4, uh, and we know that those are coming, but, like, I, I feel... Like, with everything going on, I, I think that it's safe to say that Dread is probably going to be the most successful Metroid game in terms of how many people buy and play this game. I feel like it's got the momentum. I feel like it, I, I feel like it's going to do that. I feel like that's going to be the game. Um, yeah, I feel like, I agree. I, you know, I feel like the, the Metroid Fusion remake, I think it's going to happen. Um, way back when, I know that Mercury Steam is developing another game now. Um I forget which which game it is, but they said that they were developing something else. Their next game was blah, blah, blah. So I, I know that they're developing something else, but 
keep in mind too that Mercury Steam had way like way back when I want to say in like 2015 or 14 or something like that they had pitched Nintendo on a Metroid Fusion uh, remake. So they've got at least some ideas and some kind of a prototype for it. So you know maybe I I, I do think that we're going to get that. Maybe it's not Mercury Steam that does it, but I think that the time is right to to do the Metroid Fusion remake. Um, so you know we've got we've got a lot to look forward to in, in the next couple of years here, hopefully. So yeah, you know I, I feel like really excited by all the footage that we've seen. Everything looks like it's it's going in the right direction. Nintendo obviously learned their lesson from 2017, and like you know nobody was talking about Samus Returns in 2017, but like it just feels like everybody is talking about Metroid Dread in 2021. It's it's all over Amazon. It's all over Best Buy. Um, you know it, it feels like you know you could be right. This this could be another another good age for for Metroid, and of course we still got Prime Trilogy that is definitely going to be coming out sometime, some way, somehow. It's going to come out, so we've we've also got that to look forward to as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, Samus Returns. I don't remember it ever topping pre-order charts, anything like this. I don't remember no. <laughs> ever having the buzz like this. So I have people who are like, oh, it's just going to be another Samus Returns, blah blah. blah. I think they're just kind of being, uh, you know, they are being a bit disingenuous there, but. You know, honestly, I think this will be the best-selling Metroid game until Metroid Prime 4 comes out, probably. I definitely think this this game will sell at least 3 million copies. I think the 3 to 5 million range is, is likely what it'll hit. I think that would be absolutely phenomenal. That would be huge for Metroid. It would be its best-selling game of all time, and it would put it at still one of the Switch's best-selling games if it were to hit, like, you know, 3 to 5 million. Um uh, and then, honestly, I think Metroid Prime 4 is one of those games that could hit, like, 10 million, if we're being really honest here. So I, I think this bodes really well for Metroid coming up. Honestly, I think they might be looking past remakes. I really think that, like, you know, while I think a Metroid Fusion remake would be great and better than a Super 1, you know, first, and then getting maybe Super later, they're definitely crafting this game as, like, an entry point for people so they don't have to play in, you know... A remake or go back and play the old games they can just gonna jump in and i think metroid prime 4 will be the same way too so I, i'm anticipating them focusing more on new games and maybe not remakes in the future and honestly now i honestly don't even think i need a metroid fusion remake just put it on the switch you know i can play it as is i still think the game is fine and metroid dread is really going to be uh you know a game that's available on the switch i can also play and i don't need to go back for a remake though i do think the remakes will will happen eventually i don't think they need to happen anytime soon and i would i think they are going to focus on new games and especially when sakamoto has even said that they're looking forward to games uh in the timeline beyond metroid dread so i don't know if they're necessarily looking backwards towards remakes and i'm and I'm, I'm happy for that i'm sick of remakes so i'm looking forward to new games whether they're you know their main games we're getting main games now some more main games some new spin-offs that'd be great you know give me all the metroid games i'm totally about it uh, yeah, I, I mean, remakes, new games, uh, yeah. side games, whatever. I'll I'll take it all. Give me them all. Um, you'd love to see it. Um, well, all right, not all we've of still, them. We've still <laughs> got um, the Sakamoto Diaries to get to. We've got some Dread Reports to get to. Um, but I think that maybe what we should do next week is take some fan questions uh, or fan theories, whatever you want, questions about the game, questions about... Maybe what you think is going to happen in the story. You can pitch your ideas to us. Uh, give us those questions, and we will answer them on the show. Uh, of course, you can give those questions to us over on Twitter, at Omega Metroid Pod, or you can uh, join our Discord server and let us know over there. There's a ton of Metroid fans over uh, over in our Discord, so it's a great time 
to you know to ask questions and to hang out with uh, you know with some Metroid geeks and talk some 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 Metroid. So there you go. Uh, really quick before we get out of here, I want to shout out two of our two of our buddies here, three of our buddies actually. Um, first, Metroid Thirty Five is uh, mm-hmm. is extended the deadline for the Metroid Zine to July tenth. So you guys have a couple more weeks left to get into that. July tenth is the deadline. To, to submit your artwork or whatever it is that you want for the zine. Um, also, uh, Metroid 35 and our buddies over at World 1-1 Podcast have started a, another Metroid podcast called the Phazon Labs, which is uh, basically a short little podcast that pitches ideas for Metroid games. And both Dak and I were uh, were guests on this show, so I think that that's mm-hmm. coming out in the next couple weeks, so make sure that you check that out. And... Lastly, our buddy uh, Duminal Crossing worked really hard. He put together a uh, a reaction video to all the Metroid Dread news. So make sure that you go and check that out. He worked hard on it, and uh, you know I didn't record myself, Dak, but I know that you did. But <laughs> I, and I feel like a fool that I didn't record myself. Yeah, I was so glad I had. It was actually funny. Um, I had a, a meeting that started I think that day at like 11:45. I was like, okay, we get this meeting done like really quickly and then I can go and stream or I think it was like 11:30 maybe and I can go and stream this. And then like just before the direct started, like my boss like pushed the meeting back to exactly when the direct like began and I was like, "No." Oh my. And I saw so I messaged him. I was like, "Hey man, like you moved on top of the Nintendo Direct sad face." He's like, "Oh, don't worry about it. We'll just cancel it." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah." So <laughs> So I was able to stream it. Um, so shouts to my man Evan, great guy. And anyway, so um, <laughs> so I was able to stream. I'm very happy about that. I was included in the compilation, so it was a great comp. Thank you, Dumanol, for putting that together and including me as well. And yeah, we've amazing reactions out there. Um, I was happy to be able to stream it. I've been doing some YouTube content and try to stream as well. I, re- I did two Metroid Fusion runs in the past week or so on my Twitch channel, uh, Daxity underscore. So been trying to play some more metroid fusion i'm trying to learn metroid fusion speed running to try to to get uh i guess i don't know in in it like i guess more practice for when i pick up metroid dread and maybe give that a try so who knows but yeah a lot of fun lately and i can't wait for dread and i can't wait for some more news and i can't wait for us to uh jump into our future episodes we talk about more metroid dread absolutely all right so next week is going to be fan questions so make sure that you hit us up over on discord over on twitter uh, at Omega Metroid Pod, at Spateri316, and at DakCity underscore. That is it for this week. We are going to get out of here. Uh, of course, like I said, we got a, we got more Metroid Dread content than you can shake a stick at coming up in the next few weeks. So keep it locked over onto the show here, and uh, we'll we'll have you covered on the road to October into Metroid Dread. Um, but yeah, we're going to get out of here. Uh, of course, we want you to check us out over on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. You know the drill. Like and subscribe. Recommend us to that Metroid fan in your life. Or maybe recommend us to someone that saw the Dread trailer and was like, hey, I want to check this series out. Um, lots of, of great stuff in our backlog. So make sure that, uh, you know, if, if you have someone in your life that is thinking about getting into Metroid, tell them to, uh, to come on over to Omega Metroid and we can maybe point them in uh, the right direction and, and engage them in some topics. So there. Um, yeah, we are, we are out of here. Uh, we will see you guys next week. And until then, everybody take care.